All right, are you a real popper part three with myself and Zai Forte? We about to get this thing going. Special guest Noah G today. We're gonna be talking about all things popping and popping community related. So gotta have the theme song going. Welcome everybody. Let's get Zion here. Hey Marco, hey Cheryl. What's up y'all, what's up Shallow? Yes, Robot Mafia in the house. Gotta have the mate. Shout out to all my Argentinians. All right, how do I get Zion here? It's, we're not in the same space anymore. I got in. Got our theme song playing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is it the audio right? I think so. How's it sound for you? Perfect. Cool, cool. How's your merienda? Mm, great. I have my matcha too, of course. Hey. You have a yeah. you have very very traditional matcha today. Yes, I'm, I'm like going classic today. The traditional shape of mate. Mm. Because it's, it's a still? It's still? I, I mean like the material. Oh, yeah. Yep. So it's kind of modern, but also classic. <laughs> yeah, the shape's classic, but the steel is modern. Yeah. Yeah, this is my my backup you know my go-to is my funk and focus book of styles mate but <laughs> today i'm going with my backup yeah and i got my uh stanley oh, oh, oh look i got new stickers on it i like that sticker yeah it's from a uh a beer shop in seattle hey. with next level sticker and funk and focus sticker hey what's that I little sticker kitty Hello, Kitty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. So it looks like we're all ready then. We got our mates, our stickers, our Stanley thermoses. Yeah. It's just we are not at the same place. This is the first time we are not at the same place. <clears throat> yeah, I know. It's sad. But hey, at least we're making it happen we're we're keeping it going yeah that's cool. that. this is started in washington and dc so yeah yeah and we can still make it yeah now it's tradition now they can't get rid of us <laughs> even if we are very far away from each other nope <laughs> we're gonna find a way <clears throat> so everything's good over there yeah, everything's good. We are at spring. Um, yeah. It's still a bit cold some days. You are getting into autumn. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. 
it's like all the leaves are yellow and orange and getting ready to fall off and and we're supposed to get a lot of snow this winter too whoa nice yeah yes yes hello everybody slow from so argentina he's saying that you you became argentina <laughs> because of the mud I, is that I know. <laughs> so what happens when you hang out with Zai and Jose and Maru, Agus, Lou, you just, it just happens. Immersed in the culture. <laughs> yes, we got Shallow on here. What's up, Shallow? Noah G's in here. What's up, everybody? All right. So today, we're getting right into it today. Um, we got a lot to to go through today, and um, we made some some lists for people. You know, we we decided that uh, it would be helpful to have like <clears throat> something solid that's like a top five, you know, list of things to remember. Whether it's things to not do for teachers or to not do for students. You know, and also we have a top five list of funny things poppers do at the very end because everybody knows poppers are hilarious and probably one of the weirdest and oddest street dance communities there is. But uh, I love them too. Um, and yeah, so, but yeah, we're going to pick. With yeah. that, we are also talking about us. <laughs> I know exactly, right? That's why you, you got to love them a little bit because you're like, oh, they're hilarious, but I remember doing that. <laughs> yeah. So you should stay at the end till the end of the live. We have yes. a lot of things and different parts. We also have our guest, Noah. Yes. So let's start, right? Let's do it. Yeah. So disclaimer, the goal and reminder, the goal of Are You a Real Popper, this dialogue series is just to do that, to create dialogue. Um, it's not to say that we have all the answers and that we're right and you're wrong and we're good and you're bad. So stop supporting them. No, that's not what we're doing here. What we're doing is saying, hey, people are confused. People um, are hurt. People um need some guidance and people want to talk about some of these things so we we're just creating a platform where we can get together and talk about these different topics all revolving around if you're real popper or not <laughs> if you're really real you know um, will we have the answer for that question someday we don't know <laughs> we don't know but if we if we dialogue about it enough we're gonna like hit enough points to kind of narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that's the goal. Um, so sometimes we pick on poppers. Other days, we just have a lot of solutions and things we feel can be better for the scene. Today, we got a little bit of both. So we got some things that we need to just start getting rid of. And we got some potential solutions or at least the alternatives in the way that we see it at this current moment. So I'll, should I start, Zai? Should I just knock uh -huh. out the, our first top five list? Yeah, top five oh. first dawns. Okay, these are 
the do nots, the red flags, the things you want to avoid as a teacher, all right? Within popping, within a lot of street dance, and honestly, within any anything actually i think these principles yeah. actually cross over a lot of boundaries um but we chose these because for sure we've seen these things in the popping community and um so we wanted to at least throw some of these out out there so yeah. everybody in the chat feel free to throw in some of the teachers don'ts that you think too we're going to give you five teacher do not and if you got other ones throw them in the chat or if you had an experience with one of these go ahead and share it all right so we're gonna start at number five i'm gonna go through this list and i'm gonna oh. let Zai student don'ts which uh that's gonna get spicy too <laughs> but our teachers top five teacher do not number five very simple, losing the ability to be a student still. Nice. Yeah. That's a nice one. You already started with a good one. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a, that's a simple, important thing. I think it sets a good example for your students when you're still actively learning, whether it's like in that craft or in other things. And, uh, it gets us out of this master mentality, you know, mm -hmm. like I've mastered this, I am the master teacher. And therefore, you know, whatever I say is the thing. But I think the, the sad part about that thing is that you stunt your growth. You know, you see a lot of teachers that like, they cap oh. at a certain point and they just don't get better. They're not improving, they're not still practicing you know, and they have this idea that they don't need to be. And uh, yeah, that kind of sucks. And uh, you probably will create students that will act the same way, honestly, mm. if you do that. So I think, uh, yeah, did you have anything for that one? I think just like, uh, not forget to keep studying. Yeah like at what you're teaching or maybe sometimes at different things, I think, things that are connected to. Because, uh, yeah, yeah it, it, I agree with what you were saying. Like if you stop studying as a teacher because you're already a teacher, then you're going to get at the same place all the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's like, when people do that, I think teachers either consciously or subconsciously want like, it's hard for them to accept even if a student is reaching their level, uh -huh. you know, because it's like they, they have capped off. So they have to like not acknowledge that thing, which leads us <laughs> right into point number four of the top five teacher don'ts. Number four. Do not purposely keep your students worse than you. <laughs> your <laughs> that's fine. Like, that's not nice at all. It's horrible. That already sounds terrible. Like I know, I know. 
you know, but like the truth is, this is so real, you know, like, and, you know, I'm not like vilifying any of the things that I'm going to mention, but there are specific examples of like, folks that just want to capitalize on students, you mm -hmm. know, like whether that's in the choreography scene or in the popping scene or wherever, if you just want to capitalize your students, you know, like you kind of have to keep them needing to come back to you. And that thing is not natural. I don't think it was like, that's not something of the culture. That's something that's of business and, and marketing. And it's, it's a way that people just can keep getting the money and you're always trying to get better. And I, I think I'll do it. I'm in the master class. I got to become a master. But the truth is you, you won't achieve that unless the teacher has that mentality that my students should be better than me. And if, you know, even if it's not about being better, at least they should be acknowledged in their greatness, you know, like they should be owning their greatness to the point that they're better at being them than the teacher is at being themselves, you know, <laughs> at least having that part. Yeah. Um, with Lou, we always say something like, we teach the class we wanted to have, you know? I don't know if I'm mm. saying it like, yes. or, or the class we, we wanted to have at, when we were beginners or the class that we would like to have now, right? So yeah. uh, I think that's a really nice thing to have in mind when you are going to um, like prepare your class. Mm. Like, like it's not, <clears throat> I don't know. It's like, it's not, it is for you in some way, but it's for the students, right? So yeah. uh, you, you want them to get better and better all the time, yeah. of course. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I think that's like the whole prop purpose of being teacher also because sometimes we like people at dancing start teaching just because it's a good way to maybe like, i think it's like the best way but but maybe it's like good way to to start working with dance yeah so i i feel that shouldn't be the only 100%. purpose like it's not a job it has like same behind can you hear me because everything is like yeah YouTube. sorry i had to switch my internet because it was <laughs> oh, okay i switched my internet because it wasn't working very good. I, I, i thought it was my my cell phone okay so yeah um yeah i think that's all like It's a good thing that uh, Marco is saying, do not use the class as your own private spotlight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I, I think um, we're kind of starting to talk about the topic of like one-sided relationships, whether that's more for the teacher or more for the student. But, you know, it kind of brings up the topic of mentorship and mm -hmm. relationship building and like, 
you know, like if you're building relationships with your students and elevating each other as people and supporting each other as people, then uh, that's reciprocal. Like it's, it's beneficial for the teacher and the student. And in that yeah. situation, like, I think that's more healthy, but the teacher should be, he, you want the student to be growing with you. I, I've heard support be explained in three ways. And I liked it. Um, they talk about pulling somebody up or like leveling up together and supporting each other or yeah. someone pushing from underneath to support, nah. you, you know, like support. It can come in and maybe in a relationship with a teacher and a student at different points or for different topics and things, you can elevate each other together or you know, someone pulling the other one up when they have more experience or however that may look. But I think we're really getting into that because <clears throat> if you're just trying to capitalize off of these students, you're not building relationships and, <clears throat> excuse me, like you're going to keep them from growing. So yeah, that's a big one. I that you were explaining. <laughs> yeah, was, was that a little, was I... Was I popper yeah. enough for you? That's emotion. <laughs> was that animation yeah. or popping I, or tutting? Which I, one was it? I like the movement, but I mean, I like the the concept. Nice. Um, real quick, Jeff asked a qu uh, question: Is it okay to yeah. bite your teacher's moves? So you know, I come from the school where you were supposed. The goal is like your teacher is supposed to encourage you as a student to find your own way. But I think we had like a rule in our crew, there was like a two year grace period, where you could like, look like your teacher, because it kind of made sense to get better at the thing that they had already mastered and gotten good at. But after about two years, you know, you really would want to start finding your own identity. And uh, yeah, again, the teacher should be building a, a culture and environment that's based around that so that that will happen naturally. But you know, like, I think it's okay a little bit, especially if you have that trust. Like, if I'm just biting moves of people that I don't know on YouTube and, you know, like, I can't tell the story, then I'm cutting the legacy off, you know? Like, at least, like, you know, <laughs> Shallow says amen. Yeah, like, Shallow, for instance, Shallow inspired me when I was a teenager. And in the beginning, I used to always do this thing that he would do, you know? And like, over time, I flipped it and I turned it into this thing that I did at Just Debut. But you know, like, at least being able to tell that story is is important. Um, but I think in general, like, the, it it's just about the, re again, relationship building, like having some level of like, oh, I, the teacher knows that you've worked with them. And they're like, oh, this makes sense. They're, yeah. they're finding their feet through my movement. So it's yeah many many frost said inspiring not biting i'm glad i thought i taught you everything the right way yeah manny frost was my first b-boy teacher i had a lot of good teachers y'all a lot of good <laughs> and he was my first for breaking and popping um shallow says it's okay to take a move and flip it Cheryl says, a great teacher once told me, don't just take my move, do it better. Yeah. And sometimes you can take something, take an idea from somebody and show it to them 
and they don't even recognize that you got it from them because you flipped it so well. But usually they're, they'll like it. They'll be like, whoa, that's dope. What is that? And you'll be like, I actually got that from you, but, you know, I flipped it. But it also, like, I think that also um, has something to, like, it's related to what your teacher teach you. Like, if your teacher teach you how to do that, you know, and yeah. not copy what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, giving you tools to make your own moves or your own own concepts yeah yeah 100 100 so i guess with that uh instead of keeping students worse than you <laughs> teach them <laughs> how to flip your shit and make it better yeah <laughs> then you are a real great teacher yes you a real be, teacher are you a real could, teacher you could be um, a real teacher <laughs> okay One more question, and then we're going to go on to point three, because I'm taking too long, y'all. All right. Um, how about redoing choreos people post on Instagram and crediting the person? Do you see it as biting? I guess, I mean, I'm curious, like, what it would be used for. Like, if you're redoing a choreography, like, what, where are you placing it? Because there's some, you know, like, if you're going and putting that in a show and getting paid for a theater performance, it's yeah. kind of odd. You know, if you're like not connected to the person at all, like, I mean, people do challenges and stuff online, but the truth is like a lot of information gets lost in that process. So it's always better to be more personal. And, you know, I, I don't do a lot of those types of things because I have a legacy to uphold. I have things that have been passed down to me that I'll use in my routines. Um, So I kind of just go off of that standard as a baseline. But I don't know. I Honestly, I don't know. What do you think, Zai? Yeah, but, but it's for, like, uh, Salim is saying, is saying, like, as a training. Uh, oh. That happened to me with people that it's from a different uh, country. And they, maybe they can't... Um, I don't know, they, they don't know me by person, but they follow me and they practice my choreo. I find that very difficult. Like, I know how they do it, like to uh, learn a, a choreo, a choreography from an Instagram video. Like, it's very, like, I'm impressed. And I think they are doing it because they like it. Like, mm. they like the choreo, so they they are trying it trying it as a training i think that's cool mm. but also uh if you want to study with somebody now we have this amazing tool which is zoom and yeah. uh, video calls so yeah. now you can learn with any yeah. person from her yeah so i think it's it's cool If, if you are doing it as a training and not using the choreography sure. for something as a, as a job. Um, but you can also ask that person if that person would teach you, yeah. uh, if you like an online class, or, or even if they are uh, down to practice with you, like through yeah. Zoom or oh. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree, yeah. Um I'm gonna go to the next one. Um yeah. number three uh on the top five teacher don'ts is very simply put, one way thinking. Okay, and there's a few ways that I think about this. Like obviously the easy target is like if you only do choreography, that's something that we have I wanna mention that because it's it's a, just a piece of the culture. And to me, it's an outdated form of, of education, like in, in terms of if you want people to grow, honestly, like you really want them to get a lot better. I know that, of course, if you get good at choreography, you can do industry work and things like that. But I'm talking about good education. I'm talking about actually people growing and getting better. You know, like if all I teach you is even let's flip it. If all I ever teach you is to dance in the club. Yeah. I mean, you'll be good, but you will be limited. And there's other spaces that the dance has lived historically in the culture and can live now. So it's just like, if all I do is give you one thing and say, this is all you can do. This is the best thing. Um, and, you know, some teachers do that. They say, my way is the best way. <laughs> and, um, you know, then it closes you off to other perspectives and that can stunt your growth. So I think we can think of it in the way that the funnels that people teach through are also like even the perspectives that they believe are the best, you know, and it's like some teachers, they say, well, this is, you know, this is just the thing that I like the most. So this is all that mm -hmm. I do, which is okay as long as, you know, number five, you're still a student, so you're not closed off. It's a closed off thing. You can be one way thinking in a closed off way where nothing else gets in and you box your students into that same box that you've placed yourself in yeah. as an adult. And if we, you know, yeah. if you look at kids and teens, it's like, they don't want to be in these boxes. You can feel their energy, just their spirit naturally doesn't want to do that. So adults do that, which is good for some things, but if it becomes one way thinking to the point that there's nothing outside of it, for me, that's a big don't as a teacher. I try to teach from multiple perspectives as, as okay. Yeah, I think that's very important when you are teaching um, like style or a social dance, like you are missing a big part of that style, right? Because yeah. maybe teaching choreography because your class uh, your class name is choreography I don't know mm -hmm. uh, people already know they are going to practice that they are yeah. not expecting to learn something else and they yeah. are expecting to practice that because they want to practice that aspect of being a professional dancer maybe but if you're teaching style like that that's weird to me. Like if you just make it by one way, yeah. it doesn't matter. Because uh, those dance have a lot of things into them. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, that, that's weird. And also, uh, if you make like one way think it could also be like, don't, I don't know, or do not letting your students study with somebody else or yeah something like that like, like telling yeah. them do 
do this or do not go there or, yeah. or something like that, which is also connected with the other points, right? But yeah. I think the one way thinking, like make them to think just one thing is yeah well and i don't know yeah yep agreed 100 percent um and that actually that leads into the next the number two um the top five teachers don't number two on the list making it all about you you're the superstar it's your <laughs> show it's your promo the best dancers get in your video to we're gonna kill it. Only the best dancers can come in here and make my promo great, right? Um, again, teachers are human beings <laughs> and <laughs> they can be manipulative. Let's be honest. There's teachers that have their students paying their water bills. They have their students giving them extra cash to go here and there. They, they're making them do things when it's not a mutual mutually beneficial relationship and people are going oh my god you're you're the greatest you're the real one ah you're the only real one i've met so i must do whatever you say and there's some level of manipulation in there we just have to be honest about that um so i think like it's important for the teacher to to not make it all about them it's not your show again almost everything we're saying is about mutual relationships so it goes back to that, but um, yeah, narcissism is real. <laughs> Manipulation is real. People wanting to center themselves and like have students to be the coolest or the most famous and the greatest is very real. So I think it's important to mention it. So that's number two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also like, um, using students, I don't know how to say it, like using them for promoting, because I'm not saying not to, not to promote your class or not to make a video, but I feel what, one thing very weird to me is when a class the teacher choose who is going to be at the video, that's like, yeah. like for me at least, it's like, everything you you don't want to do as a teacher like to say somebody is better yeah. than some way mm -hmm. uh, and i think it would be like you were saying we we also want to talk about what we can do to make the situation better so i think it would be so much nicer if everybody has the chance to make the video because that's a really nice experience at class mm. and you're learning something uh, by making the video too like it's a, a nice experience for you as a student so yeah. not using that as the moment that just the five people that are great at class and great dancers are, go are going to be there mm. i think that's just because they do not want videos of their classes yeah with that's not look professional. 100%. 100%. Which, promotion. People that still do not know how to do it. Like, it's a yeah, class. Sure. And that makes the class purpose into something more like a casting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think that's not, 
I don't know. I this is just my my point of view, but I believe that's not good for for learning. Like right. it's it's not the purpose of the class. So you can make really cool video outside the class if you want to promote your class or how you're dancing with your friends or with the dancers you like. But into the class it's weird to me. It's like if we are doing something into the class like any experience everybody should do it not yeah. some of the class and the other ones they are just watching uh wishing they could be there yeah 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 it's it's strange um we un i un we understand what that behavior is but it's like it kind of teaches the students that don't get to be in the video um to just keep they they'll become kind of insecure You know, yeah. like give them a chance, let them, let them push. And actually, I mean, it really, it will show other potential new students that are beginners that this is a space that they can come and be a part of something and Hey, they can spend their money. So I don't even understand. It doesn't even make sense to me. I mean, I kind of get it, but it's like, let them all do it. Like let them feel good. Let them feel, learn confidence and not be scared and uh, show people that, you teach different levels <laughs> i only teach the advanced i'm so great yeah. it's like wait what honestly i think teaching beginners is i i i won't say uh more difficult but it takes a lot of experience mm. like so okay so we are missing the last one right like last number one, one. Yep. All right. Here we go. Number one, top five teacher don'ts. Number one, teaching fear and not courage. Boom. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That is number one. That is number one for me. And I'll tell you why. Because when you don't teach students to not be scared, and to be courageous about how they feel and who they are, they literally can never be a part of these dances. <laughs> you cannot be a part of this culture if you do not have courage and confidence in who you are. You will always look like a student. You will always dance scared. You will always be worried what people think and therefore your art will reflect that. So how, there's a couple ways that I've seen this be done where people are teaching fear and not courage. Let's get to the easy one. And I love some of my choreo folks, but let me just say some of the over coddling and, tr and trust me, I've seen this in street dance styles too. The over coddling of students to protect them from ciphers and scary places and scary moments and things that make them feel uncomfortable and big scary battles the protecting of some of that and the enabling of some of that, like, Oh yeah, like, it's okay. You don't have to do it. Like, and never pushing people to elevate their growth can literally stunt them and they will be scared forever. <laughs> and therefore they will always look like a student. Now let's flip it. Okay. The, to me, the flip side of this is the teacher that's saying, this is the right way. This is the wrong way. 
this is like, you know, the essence is only this. And I tell you what that is. You, you got to come over here. It's this thing. And you got to follow what I Oh, you came over here? No, now I'm saying the essence is over here. It's actually this. And there's this thing in the real popping, right? Where like, you're just always trying to figure out what's the real right, best way. And, the, and people are moving that mark. So you're just scared to not do it the real way. Therefore, you cannot find your essence. You cannot find your confidence. You're scared to do it wrong. You feel like you'll never be a part of it because you're just never quite there. The essence moves around, floats around. You chase mm. it around for years. And guess what? They just taught you to be scared and not courageous. So it happens in different areas. And hey, I'm not trying to make anybody mad, but if you really think about it, that's what's happening. Okay, yeah. so just to be aware that in certain yeah. scenarios it's happening. Because it's to be aware as a student when you choose a class and it's something to be aware as a teacher. Maybe you are already teaching and you can have this in mind like, oh, am I doing something uh, of these things? Um, or can I... Maybe I'm not doing this, but I can um, make my class better by thinking these things and doing something that it's, I don't know, I, I won't say the, the opposite, but something that goes the other way. Mm. Uh, so, for example, maybe I'm not encouraging my students enough. Mm. Or it doesn't mean I'm, not, I'm saying this is wrong, but maybe I can be better at encouraging them. So I think it's also something nice to have in mind. Uh, if you are, even if you're not doing it, but maybe you can make it better. Um, and also, I think as a student, when you when you're like trying different classes or finding your teachers, mm -hmm. um, it's important to have in mind that you don't want nothing at class that you don't want at your life. Yeah. So that, that, uh, mm. that's the, the like, psychological part. I don't yeah. know. It's yeah. uh, think about um, manipulation, for example, yeah. or that's it's telling you everything you are doing, doing wrong and yeah. nothing else you are doing good. Yeah. So, that's something you don't want at your life. So yeah. uh, have it in a dance class either. Like not because it's a class or a dance class. Uh, it can be, uh, I don't know, what's the word for that? Like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes, oh, because the class is like that, I have to, um, I don't know, like, I don't know how to say it in English, but do yeah. you want? Do you know what I mean? Like, I I, I have I to. Think so. I, I I can't deal with that because the class is like that, and it's like no, you can go to another class. Uh, uh, okay, I understand. Yeah, yeah. It pushes sometimes it pushes people away from the culture. Yeah. It pushes people okay. away from like being a part of these beautiful cultures with like so many beautiful people to connect with and meet. You know, because you got one person screaming at people and uh, not understanding how to deliver their message in a way that's effective. 
I think it's so important to balance out the encouragement for growth and the honest feedback that's needed. Mm. Like somewhere there, there, there is a way to give both. And truthfully, again, I say it all the time, if you do not build relationships and have some level of trust with a student, how can you do that? That's why the whole thing with the students in the classroom, it makes it difficult if there's no level of anything else. So I think, yeah, I don't want us to push people away from the culture. So teach yeah. people courage, you know, by encouraging them, you know, and of course, help people understand certain cultural standards and things like that by telling them the truth. But work on your delivery. Like, come on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like... <laughs> Just be nice. Be nice and polite. Uh, people like the students, we are like putting our life in that and ourselves. Like, yeah, 100%. Something we don't care. It's like, okay, yeah. don't say that. Uh, <laughs> but also, students, you can choose which class you want. So do not stand those things. Like if, if you are not comfortable, like just choose another class. Yeah. And you know, we're going to get into the top five student don'ts in a second, because there's some, there is another side to that thing of like, oh, this class makes me feel uncomfortable. So I'm just going to leave. There's an entitlement side that we're going to talk about in a second. <laughs> but there is a side <clears throat> from the teaching. And again, that can be like when it comes to the personal stuff and the like because we keep people's energies alive through these dances so the movement their attitudes their fashion the way that they vibe and talk like everything really that's what's getting passed down is the essence of people um so sometimes there's people that in life you have to set a boundary with and i don't encourage that for every situation with a student and teacher i actually hate to see that happen but you know as a student if you're being treated poorly as a person and there's some yeah. energy that's like for sure wrong and like you know it's manipulative you know you understand this behavior then of course you can there's many people that teach this thing and actually that's what's beautiful about it is that there's many perspectives to learn from anyway so dive in you know yeah dive in Okay, I'm going to switch it over to you because I'm just going way too long. Okay. So let's we, get into if, the top five. Uh, we got like, we are going with this or should we, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, we're good. Let's, let's we're good. finish this out. Yeah, let's finish these five out. We'll okay. be a little quicker on these. Let's do it quick. Okay. So, yep. Okay, so we think the relationship between student and teacher is like, um how can i say it like both parts have to do something uh in order to grow together yeah. right so uh we have these five do not uh for teachers but we also have them for students so sometimes out. not always it's uh the fault of the teachers Teacher's Definitely. fault. Definitely yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> teacher. Um, yes, right now I'm in my teacher voice. So, 
<laughs> I'm going from number five as you were. Uh, Let's go. Okay, number five. Do not, um, don't for for students. Bring it. I'm sorry. I'm looking like that because I have my computer there. Uh, bringing your own standards into the lesson. This yeah. one is a huge one. Okay. Yeah. Talk, um, about Talk about it. Talk about it. I think it's similar than, don't forget your student. Like the one you were saying for, for yeah. teacher. Like even if you're a student that already have uh, experience, when you're going into class, you're going to that class and something nice to me it's like thinking about it as you're a child that you don't know anything about it and yeah. you're going to try everything the teacher is proposing like uh not doing it the way you already know yeah uh, to do it you know what i mean like maybe you already know that technique but the yeah. teacher is asking you to try different thing yeah. and all something new is always good so uh yeah. after the class you can choose which way is better for you but at least try the new one that the teacher is uh like proposing at, at yeah. the class yeah and i for me on that one i just want to say that you know of course people forget that these are dances that come from cultures and there's cultural standards and you know like people that bring in ballet mentality or dance school mentality from elitist perspective and mm. try to put the teaching standards on the teacher of those cultures and those dances that is that does not make sense if you are not acknowledging that these dances come from a cultural context and you come and say it needs to be like this or this teacher is not professional because of that and it's not reasonable, then that's a huge mistake. Like coming in and trying to insert your standards of what this dance is supposed to be makes no sense because you've literally closed yourself off to the full experience you need to learn these dances. So yeah. that's all I'm going to say about that one. Trust Don't your do it. Um, okay. Oh, one now more we'll... thing. Sorry. One more thing about that. Yeah. Sorry. But like people also come into class and like, it's weird. Like sometimes you get people that it's bizarre. You get people that want it to be like how ballet was, you know, like, oh, it needs to be like, like, why, why isn't it structured the way I'm used to, right? Sometimes. But then you also get like, sometimes I'll get like modern dancers that think popping is too not free enough. You know, and it's like, I'm teaching you probably in one of the most free ways you'll ever learn this dance, you know, and they're like, oh, I don't know, it just feels like I have to practice so much. And it's like, look, you have to be a student if you're in here, commit to it. I think commitment yeah. is a big part of this, commit to being a student and and commit to the fact that you can't apply what you think is supposed to be in these settings, especially in street dance. It really is just opposite a lot of times so that's all i got to say about that yeah that opens like another another topic for for uh for another yeah. topic, 
I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we were number four, right? Yeah, number, number four. four. Don't, number four, don't for students. Rushing your process. Uh, this is an important one. Yes. Um, I because I'm a student, right? So I, I understand like you, sometimes you are anxious. Uh, yeah. But um, this have a lot of things inside because rushing your process could also be trying to get to a place that you are not there still. So maybe yep. you are teaching something you are, you, you don't have, you didn't understand um uh, like how I, i would start again like maybe you're trying to start teaching but you're teaching something you're still studying in some way uh just because you want to rush your process and you already want to be a teacher uh yep. which is cool but you can i don't know like study that part before being yeah. a teacher and having the whole process Uh, in order to have something to teach that it's uh, from you and no, not something you get yeah. from somebody else like yeah. that and teach in the same way, right? Yeah. Or, um, or what else? Like, I don't know, maybe, yeah, trying to do things or, or also worry about things that are not at your moment of the process like yeah. uh, i know it's difficult it's not that easy as saying it sure. but you have to be patient like of yeah. course it's not going to be uh that easy if, if it if it is that i think that i say this a lot to my students if you go to class and what we are practicing it's pretty easy you have two ways of that or you are already um, more advanced than the level of that class, maybe, or the teacher is lying to you. Like, mm. he or she is teaching you something that is not that useful, because it's yeah, not they, that easy. They're like, the teacher that rushed their process and became a teacher too soon. <laughs> yeah. They, they were the student two weeks ago and they just became yeah, the exactly. teacher teaching you some stuff that they just learned last week from someone yeah. else's class. So if you go to class and it's not easy, that's good. Like you're going to the class because of that. Yeah. What'd you say? Oh, sorry. I, I was saying that if you're going to a class and it's not easy, That's good. Like yeah. you are going to class because you want to learn something new. So new things are not easy, but you can make them. It's just practice and patient. Uh, yeah. Not only as your technique, also as the different things that can happen to you as a professional dancer. Yeah. Yeah. For me on that one, you know, like I see a lot of people, they take my class and then I don't see them for a while, but I see them teaching things they learned in my class. And that for me is better with mentorship. I have a process for that where we do teacher yeah. training and I shadow you, but that takes, again, that relationship and that trust. Like if you're- and time takes time. Time to 
build that trust and to understand those things and be teaching it from your own experience and your own lens. But you know, we're in a we're in a point where everybody wants to be famous, everybody wants to win the battle, everybody wants to judge already, they want to teach already, even though that's not even that much of a career path that sustains, especially in the US. It's, you still aren't making that much money, but people really, really rush the process. You know, like I think a decent standard is probably like eight to 10 years for like teaching, you know, like, and for judging, you know, probably about the same. Like, I think that's a decent amount of time. And during that time, hopefully you found some level of mentorship and some guidance and yeah. through some processes to be doing these things, you know, like, which brings up the other topic of finding good mentorship, because that can help fast track that process in a healthy way. But just doing it on your own, being YouTube taught and just like watching stuff and then teaching and regurgitating the same thing that everybody else is doing, you know, like it's bad for the culture. It's bad for mm -hmm. yourself. And there's no longevity in it. So take your time, students. Take your time. It's okay to, to <laughs> okay. have to work right now with this. Learn it. Learn it, learn it, learn it. And then always remain a student once you're doing those other things. And, yeah, I want to read uh, what Garay was saying. That, uh, but even if a student is more advanced for that class, if he is a good student, he can always find something new and challenging in those things mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. he already know both mm -hmm. yeah i yep. agree but you have to uh yeah you, you have to try a, the teacher trying to make it as i i was saying at the other point like trust that teacher um and yeah i think also that a thing that can happen also, it's like about what you were saying. Uh, it's like maybe you find yourself in a in some place about your dance career that you weren't prepared. You know, maybe somebody calls you for a job or to judge mm. or whatever. So I think if you're going to do it, because you can also say, no to that but if you're going to do it at least keep studying things that would help you in that process uh like if you know you are not uh prepared or or you are like almost there but uh, mm. be aware of that like oh maybe i'm teaching because somebody teaching this and i don't know somebody asked me to okay at least just teach what you are very sure that you are that you know yeah uh things that you um made the process and not taking taking from somebody else of course yeah. you are things from your teacher but make your own process with that you get and yeah. teach your own way um even if it's something very easy like just teach what you are sure about and and keep studying because now if you're a teacher and you weren't prepared you have to uh study harder because now you yeah. have like uh that responsibility yep right the work <laughs> yep 
sure is. It's uh, a good one too. Responsibility. Like responsibility. Uh, it's a difficult one. Okay, so <laughs> number three, right? Yep. Oh, this this one is heavy. Uh, <laughs> taking only what you want. Boom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is hard. Uh, well. It's more or less what you were already saying about mentorship. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, this, to me, this one is everything is based around this for me. I, building a mutual relationship, finding good, healthy mentorship, building a healthy relationship, and not trying to buy this to be a part of this culture, but, but earn it, you know, build trust, stick with your mentors, and Don't just take the little things you want from it, from everyone that you ever meet, because people will see you like that after some time. You know, you might be able to do it a little bit here and there, but over time, trust me, there's no longevity in just taking the pieces you want from everyone that you interact with and you come across. And, uh, you know, people do it in the form of not being open to mentorship, never asking what their teacher needs, you know, just it's just about them and what they're going to gain from the process. It's just a one-sided relationship. Right. Yeah. So that's what that's been. I'm now beating a dead horse. Right. I'm just saying the same thing over and over. So relationship building is so important and being mindful of like, I think even just to say that to students like, hey, you have a responsibility to how do you give back? How do you give back? What are the ways in that you reciprocate to the culture or the people that have shared with you? You know, because it can look a lot of ways. You can do that in so many ways, different mm -hmm. people aren't asking for, you know, money every time, like it's like a phone call or a friendship or, you know, let me borrow your bicycle. I don't know, something, <laughs> give something back. You know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> yes, opportunistic, uh, exactly, Shallow. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I would add like the way you are uh, at the class, like, Don't expect to go to the class and being like, okay, you should tell me everything so then uh, I can have the information. Like, you have to put a lot of yourself uh, in order to uh, that information can work. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, the way you, you face the class as a student. Like, okay, I'm going to, like, I'm, I'm here because I want Uh, to practice uh, and listen to your information, but I have to put something from me. Uh, yeah. uh, not just like waiting to have it like by yeah. managing, yeah. just are telling it to me. Yeah. Uh, so that that's, I think that's very important. Like as a teacher, if I have students that do not have that attitude uh, that they are like just waiting for me to mm -hmm. tell them everything. Yeah. And they're excited about um, mm -hmm. uh, discover it. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to teach you like the, the basic things, but you're not giving me the, the interest. interest. Yeah. Like, like if I, If I see you are very interesting, very interested in, I would tell you everything because that would turn on my passion. 
you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I'm so great. Oh my God, I have, I, I want to tell you everything. But it's, if you are like in a comfortable uh, position, yeah, uh, I would feel, okay, it's not that important to you as it's for me. So You know what sucks? I think teaching in schools is a good thing. But one thing that's not good about it is that there's this entitlement. There's this thing where it's like, I paid, so you will give me the information and I can act however I want. You know, so like people don't give you, like when students give energy in class, it makes all the difference. When mm -hmm. you're in class with a stank face, just there with no energy, just sluggish, giving nothing, you know, like it makes us as teachers want to literally walk out of the room and just give up yeah. on life. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm the, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, like give, give something, even if it's just energy in class, like just because you paid, you still still commit to the process like even why would you pay for something that you don't want to commit to the process why would you put money into that like, like <laughs> nobody's forcing you to come to my class like <laughs> yeah. yeah so i think there's a lot of entitlement in certain some students have a lot of entitlement whether they know it or not and that's how it comes across for the, from the teaching perspective it comes across as like privileged entitled spoiled and you're just going to give it to me and then I get to do whatever I want with it, you know? Yeah, as it is, uh, well, Marco is saying it, as it is a product, right? Because yeah. they, you have to give me your product. And it doesn't work that way in this thing about learning. And also, I'm saying it because it's a better way for you to mm -hmm. learn. Not because of the teacher, yeah. I mean... I don't like that attitude when I'm teaching, but it's okay. Like I, I, I will uh, give the class anyway, and I, I already have students that have better attitude. But yeah. but if you want to grow, it's it's not the best uh, attitude for you. Yeah. Like you have to uh, to be curious if you want to grow in order to to yeah like mm -hmm. to grow the passion too like yeah um, like it's better for your for your learning yeah marco's question above leads us into point number two so maybe we can go into that he asked how about that person that wants to learn from you because you have stuff that would be useful for them but don't want to acknowledge you as a mentor or a teacher so that that leads us right into number two <laughs> uh oh okay yeah wow <laughs> Uh, okay, Marco. Um, number two, not say, not sorry, not staying connected or crediting your mentors. Did I say it the the right way? Crediting. <laughs> sure did. Yep, giving no credit to your mentors. Not crediting, yeah, giving credit right to your mentors. Um, well, the, yeah, this one is hard because I think it depends on, I don't know, like what you are learning or, but we are, if you are talking about social dance, uh, that's a big one. Oh, uh, yeah. Because it's cultural. Maybe me, yeah. like learning something is not that cultural, you know, like, um, I don't know, if I'm going to a class maybe choreography maybe i don't i i won't 
uh, be that connected to the teacher. Maybe I will anyway, which would be great. Um, but yeah, I think the worst part is not crediting your mentors. Yeah. It's not that difficult of a thing to do. And there's just honesty in it. At the end of the day, this one comes down to like honesty to me, like, maybe there's situations where people aren't connected to their mentor or teacher. But the honest truth is that you learned something from somebody. So if you use that thing, you can easily, easily say, I learned this from this person. Yeah. <laughs> It's not that hard, you know, like, I mean, I think it's, What's the problem? yeah, for, I mean, I do think it's important to try to work through relationships and stay connected with your mentors, because there's a lot of good in that, you know, and it's a good example to set. And again, these are cultural dances. So you earn them, you earn to be a part of the tradition, you don't buy it. So mm. you want to be still connected to the, the legacy that you're a part of with this thing. And I, I think like, sometimes people just, they don't, they don't credit where they got it from, or they don't say what it is, so that it doesn't seem like it's from that person. But you can see in the movement that it is exactly what they learned, you know, and they stop, you know, and sometimes students vilify their teachers in order to take and do what they want in this process. That's another thing, like people will be making up beefs and make up problems like, oh, my teacher was like this and they weren't teaching me the real way or some weird made up thing. It's like, dude, but that person shared with you, like at least credit them, you know, like, but try to stay connected because otherwise it's, you know, it starts to look like just took what you want and used it for you. I feel if, if you do not give credit to your mentor, it's because um, you are not humble enough mm. uh, and you want to look like it's your idea. Like I'm, I'm telling you this, that I create. Um, and when somebody say, says where they get that they are teaching or using, to me, it's great. It's like, oh, so cool. Did you study with that person? Or oh, so cool. You study with so many people. Or oh, how did you get to know that teacher or whatever? You know what yeah. I mean? To me, it's great when somebody gives credit. Not because, not only because I'm teacher and I'm student, so I understand it. Also because it's cool to hear where the that information came from, and. And also, I don't know if you are, we are studying and you're telling me, oh, I get this from this person and I, I can tell you, oh, I, I get this thing from this other person. Yeah. Then we can start studying and combining things, right? Because mm -hmm. maybe we would say, oh, so these two people are saying the same thing. That's mm -hmm. nice. Or maybe they are not. They don't agree. That's nice anyway. Yeah. Uh, those things are going to give us more information about the culture yeah. uh, but if i'm like oh no i don't know i just invent this it's like weird like it's not connected to nothing and right. another one and, and 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 also it's the same thing i was already saying like you're not being nice like it's just <laughs> like not just be nice damn it <laughs> that's what like, we're getting to on both you know it's not like everybody knows it's not nice to say something is 
your idea when it is not true. And it's not. So, it's not. It's me. Um, yeah. Oh, no, I'd say something. Something. That was their plan since day one. They already knew they would fake the funk. They needed you and get respect through you from others and the scene, then build skills before saying, fuck you, peace out. <laughs> probably, that's what that probably means. Fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> All right, we're about to bring, we're going to bring Noah in in one second. We got one more point, and then we're going to bring Noah G in to share his perspective. So we got a lot of cool stuff coming. All right, last one. Last one, and we are having, uh, uh, okay, number one. Uh, refusing to acknowledge or learn from a cultural context. This this is an important one. <laughs> yeah. Like, important. Um, of course, we are talking about social dance, right? But um, yeah, only taking the moves, but not the essence to me. Yep. That, that, that's what it means. Like, yeah. if you're not going to the parties and if you're not meeting the people from the culture, if you are not sharing with the people from the culture, uh, not yeah. only dancing, but also talking as we are doing now, yeah. uh, then you are kind of, I don't know, it's, to me it feels like you are kind of stealing a part. Yeah. I'm stealing what I need, which is this yeah. movement technique, yeah. but I don't know, it's not, it's weird. Like, I always give the, um, the example here, you know, here in Buenos Aires, we have tango, right? Yeah. Which were, uh, typical dance. So, as a social dance, you have uh, the milongas, which are the places where you go to dance tango with people, you know, you don't know, or with your yeah. friends, because like a party. So, To me, it's like that. It's like learning typical dance from a place and not going to the place where people dance it in a cultural way. It's yeah. like you're, you are not a dancer of that style then because yeah. it's a social dance. So the social part is the most important. I, uh, I, I think all the points for student don'ts, literally this is a root of that, like bringing your own standards in. You do that if you don't understand the cultural context, rushing your process. You do that when you don't understand the responsibility and the legacy you're a part of taking only what you want. <laughs> you haven't met the people or understand that it's a cultural dance and probably don't. A lot of people don't even know where these things come from. Unfortunately, you know, not staying connected or crediting mentors some of these people don't even have a mentor. <laughs> like They really like, you, once you understand it's a cultural thing, it's important yeah. to connect people. So it's like almost number one is to me, a route that causes a lot of these, these issues. So yeah, I've been talking about that for many years, you know, and uh, very, very important that these, of course, are dances that started in the 60s and 70s, in black neighborhoods in the states brown people contributed asian people started contributing white people started contributing but these are traditional african-american dances at the core when you go as far back as possible and we have to acknowledge that history and those stories and those cultures 
the music yeah. they love, fashion what the vibe of the city it's so so important you, it's really hard to to be a part of these dances without that so students don't cheat the process. Uh, I yeah. know your top five student do not. That's the so. phrase. I just want to add uh, to end uh, with this that if we are saying all of this, it's because we are student teachers uh, for many years now. And as a student, I know these things work. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned so much being at the cultural context of the mm -hmm. dances that I do like so much like I, I wouldn't say more than in a class but kind of uh, just mm -hmm. because I, I like just going to events and watching uh, other people dance and talking with other people and traveling um, to different places uh, into my country or to another countries and going to the party and share mm -hmm. people like I've learned so much like you get better yeah like there's no way for you to get worse if you're <laughs> if you do <laughs> yeah That's to raise your awareness and your understanding of a thing and what you're a part of to become more enlightened about it can only be a good thing <laughs> yeah exactly so that's what so. why they need to like that's the good thing that the good part i mean um okay i'm gonna i'm gonna read these back real quick just so people oh, remember oh. them and then we're gonna bring noah in so the top five student do nots number five bringing your own standards into the lesson number four rushing your process. Number three, taking only what you want. Number two, not staying connected or crediting your mentors. Number one, refusing to acknowledge or learn from a cultural context. Okay, top five, teacher do not. <laughs> Number five, losing the ability to be a student still. Number four, keeping your students worse than you. <laughs> Number three, one-way thinking. Number two, make it all about you and number one teaching fear and not courage all right so that's our top five list for you guys today i hope you guys enjoyed it you know we're gonna try to put this audio onto the spotify podcast so you can check it out later too but let's bring our special guest in noah g campbellock from amsterdam i'm gonna invite him in and we're going to hear his perspective on all things popping. Woohoo! Hey. Thanks, everybody, for being here and also being here till this moment. Now yeah. it's it. Sticking with us. Zai, maybe, maybe we should save the funny Yo, one. what up, guys? Yo. What's Great up? intro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, thank you for your... And I got my wate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Hey, thank you for your patience. Uh, oh, no problem, man. I'm enjoying it. I'm learning. So uh, pre pre and, uh, appreciate that. I know we took a while. We we get into it. I know you. You know you get into these topics too. We've been following um, your politics post. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. 
and really enjoying those lately. So, you know, this is only the third episode of this, but we wanted to have you on, just ask you some questions so that you can share your perspective on some of these topics. Cause I know you have a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience, a lot of connection to different people and, you know, like, um, so yeah, I guess first off, maybe just quick introduction of yourself, just brief. Yeah, so my name is Noah G. I'm like a all around hip hopper. So I do like a, a battle MC, like the top of this country, but it's in Dutch, so I cannot give you a demo. And I DJ, I started out as a B-boy. Uh, and you talked a lot about teachers and students. I'm very proud of my students. Uh, till this day, they are legends and they they don't want to enter jams like Red Bull and stuff. So um, if you can find out who B-Boy Rabani is, I taught him since kid and I'm very proud of him. So I want to shout him out. Nice. Uh, so later, the B-Boying started to become like people. First, there were ciphers and then they started out practicing sets to go into the to the competitions. So then it got got boring, people just doing sets. So then I, I met a guy, his name is Papin Hood from Germany. Mm-hmm. And I was and, and Robo C too. So when they started, they was always locking. They were the only two at the gems. Yeah. So so Papin Hood t- was telling me, like, hey man, you should pop. You should pop. And uh then I, then B Boys told me, when you lock, I like it. So then then my uncle, of course, it was his wish for me to to go into funk his nephew to do the locking. So that's, uh, that got me curious. So that's how, how it started. But first off, I grew up with, uh, with blues. So my father's a blues piano player, legendary. And since, since I could crawl, he took me to performances and threw me in front of the piano. So I danced to Booby Booby in juke joints everywhere. So that's it, you know. That's awesome, man. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I'm curious, like, because you know, having Don Campbell as a an uncle, like, I'm so curious about, like, sometimes in your post, you talk about, like, the way he saw the dance versus the way, like, people interpreted it and how they were, like, wearing striped socks. And he was like, why are they, they imitating me? You know, like, I'm really curious, like, if you could talk about that mentality, how people copy these things, but it's somehow loses some essence in the process like did you see that a lot with things with locking with popping like that whole thing yes and um if if i'm like uh correcting stuff that's because he was very strict with me <laughs> so when you say like the way he saw saw locking no when he says something it is like this because he's the creator yeah so as as yeah Oh. Is because he was uh, boycotted for 20 years. So you can imagine how that feels. He started, if you go back, he started to come out in 2000, 2002, 2003, 2010, 2015. But where was he the, the 80s and the 90s? Mm-hmm. So as a nephew, I saw that. And my uncle always taught me to, to tell the truth about dance. And he was never bitter. He was like, uh, you know, so in that way, your question is, he wanted to 
I want to ask you guys, who decided to have locking battles head on head? Wasn't it uh, Richie Rich in the States or something like that? Yeah, but, yeah, but no, no matter the answer, why did somebody did that? Do that, yeah. right. Yeah, they like modeled it after all the breaking events. Yes, like yes. Events, and then they started using the same format with locking. Yes, because my uncle's real idea, and he is exclusive, and he... He always uh, told me stuff because my uncle is very much, uh, people forget the word locking exists in its marketable way. It was perfect, but that's not the real name. The name is Campbell Lock and the name Campbell is longer than locking. So these lockers, they, they don't understand Campbell. So they just locking. Mm. Like he has a son, Dennis. And I never saw my cousin, his son, at no event. You know, like this. What? Why? Like, like summer dance forever. Yeah. Why do they have have somebody talking about locking? Why do they have these judges locking, uh, judging locking if they don't understand locking? Why do everybody pace the same? Why Why do everybody point the same? One tutorial I saw. One guy said, never open your hand when you do this. It's ugly. <laughs> but that's crazy. Yeah. Look at my uncle's pace, and nobody till this day pays like my uncle. So right. if, my, if my uncle now would enter the locking battle, he wouldn't come through the prelim. Right. That's a I, fact. I feel that same way about like most of the popping OGs that I love. I feel like they wouldn't make it through a prelim. That's true. Like... Um, what I what I want for the for the popping scene, and I know I'm going everywhere because no, totally this fun. is like the first time we get a voice, you know. Yeah. Like I say we because you also we, and there's a lot of people knowing about this and giving you guys credit because it it became like this: the the creators, the people that we all look up to, goats, the real goats like T Box, their generation. Don Campbell, Anthony King. They created stuff. My generation, future's generation, I think from the 90s, yeah. if I can safely say, mm -hmm. we, and nobody taught us this, but we had it in our minds, hey, we're going to teach this. We're going to bring people to this wonderful world. We went to schools. If somebody would say, oh, we only have $10, I give you $10. That's how anxious we were to teach. But what the generation now is doing, go away. We don't want to hear you. Like, like I taught many b-boys. A lot of students of mine are from Hustle Kids. Menno, I inspire Menno. A lot of b-boys. Only he, he gave me thanks. But why are they saying we don't need to hear you? Because I tell b-boys, you dance off beat. And they never talked to me 10 years ago. <laughs> Yeah. So in popping, locking, house, the problem is this. And I'm going to ask you guys because you're dancers. Before popping, there come two names. What is the first one, the big, the umbrella? You're talking about originally or like in Europe? No, you have the name popping. So yeah. let's say popping competition. And I say competition because they are not battles. People want to name it battles to make it interesting because... They want to make it from the street because they, they think the streets are something nice so they want to carry it. But it's a competition because no semifinal has one round. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But okay, you have popping. It's the third word. What comes first? Well, if we're talking like Bay Area, like boogaloo, no, 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 riding. not not boogaloo. First big umbrella word that popping okay. is under dancing. Oh yeah. Okay. After dancing, after dancing, what comes? After what? Sorry? After dance, so you have dance, you're popping. But what comes after dance before popping? The originality, like you. Soul. Yeah. Dancing. Yeah. So if you a judge, and I know you judge, first you judge dance. Yeah. I'm gonna use Hitmaster Fish and Jazz J as example. So. First, you judge dance when somebody comes out. Yeah. yeah. Then soul, because yeah. soul is your soul. Yeah. Then popping, mm -hmm. but they skip these two. Hundred percent. Because would yeah. you agree that a, a artist with a paint should he should he start with like a, a white canvas, or should he start with a sketch? Uh, would you would you consider it the artist? If I have a drawing here and and it's already sketched and I just I oh, put in the work. I oh yeah, no. Is the artist so these famous poppers, especially in the electric boogaloo? Okay. Are they artists? Why are they so Why are they so tight and so good? Because they drill in the fucking mirror for hours. Yeah. Because they have a sketch. You can yeah. go to my Instagram and you don't have to say my dance is good. But what you do see is I have my own art. Yeah. 100%. And that's what I saw. That's what I see when I see future dance. And future, because I come from the blues, I give him a compliment I want to give him. For me, he's like Jerry Lee Lewis. Because he credits Jerry Lee Lewis when he was a kid, he went to juke joints and he went to look at, uh, at, at the black culture and he yeah. respected it. Elvis is a fraud, but Jerry Lee Lewis not. And wow. that's how he is like. So this is like big, you know, because popping comes from, 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 from the gang culture, from West Coast culture. My uncle is West Coast culture. Yeah. So why is everybody scared? Why, why, why can I not say today right. a name? Why can I not say Papa, Summer Dance Forever is a scandal? Why can I not say name? Why? I go to the jam. I pay. So you go to the restaurant. The guy spits in your food. And you have to say, oh, and have to go on Facebook. I had a nice time. Because that's what dancers do. Yeah. Like I saw a battle, this girl, I follow for a while. Her name is Toyin. I watch every dance, every day, the whole day. She battle. She lost from somebody that, that cannot dance. Mm -hmm. So do I now have to be afraid when this guy going to judge me, I'm going to lose? What am I going to lose? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Then we battle if you don't agree. I give you an example. Everybody who's watching can watch this because popping house Wacking. And by the way, the best dancers are from wacking. If you take the systems away, locking from lockers, b-boy, mm. wackers really fucking dance. I understand what you mean. You know what I mean? But when you look, even though Toyin should never look at the floor, because the whole battles he's looking at the floor. He's, nobody should look. Freedom is there, you know what I mean? So they battle, and at a certain moment, he's doing the steps, and he's confused. How can it be that, that then this guy wins. In popping, it was already said that Nelson would win. That's why Green Tech don't enter. Mm. I know Green Tech. I can show you a message that he thanks me because he was weeks at my place and he said, hey, sorry, I didn't understand, but now you see his, his growth. 
you you guys were talking about teaching. That's good. But I, it sounds hard, but I think we should stop teaching. Mm -hmm. And we had to stop teaching. Because my students, I first let them watch Kill Bill. That's for me the best example of a student. You have to bug me. Like Green Tech was weeks at my mm -hmm. house. He wanted to learn turntablism, DJing, scratching. I say to him, bug me for three days. Tap on my shoulder. And after those three days, he did it. He's a talented young man. I trained him. You know what I mean? So we gave our hearts. My uncle never lied about nobody. He was a really happy man, but he was a rebel. But he was smart enough, and he tried to silent me because he knew that people, he knew that people, he could read people. He's, a, he's, he's an artist. He sketches people. You know what I mean? But yeah. he knew that people that, because I, I, I know people, and shout out to Dennis. Dennis is a real, real guy from, from Sweden. He supported my uncle. And I had students. I have students everywhere. And I like students who are curious and ask humble. The shy people I like. You know what I mean? And my students tell me my uncle was crying at the gym. That's, more, that's how much he loves the, the dance. And that people were talking about his back. So they come for him. And when they're alone, they say, yeah, this guy act like he invented locking by himself. These are, these are students. And we should, we should care about, about the scene. You know what I mean? About the new people. The, new, the, 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 the students that you have in your class, these are the organizers, the next ones. Mm -hmm. These are the judges. Mm -hmm. So how can you trust that? Bad students come from back in the days, but we have problems with bad students nowadays. And mm -hmm. the teachers that are getting effed over the most are the ones that give their heart, stay on the background. Because one B-boy, B-boy Cisco, I love him. He's like my little brother, but I'm tough on him. He's, he's also famous in that b-boy world but he he before we went to the side he tried to diss me he say your student rabani is better than you you know mm. what i said yes because i'm a good teacher right because a real teacher makes a student better yeah i don't want a student that be and what you guys are talking i say every day to my students exactly yes so and it's something also it's it's like it's psychological you know if if i would tell you now I created Seth to smoke. I'm the inspiration for some of them why they battle judges. And John knows this. Then people will see, oh, he's fooling himself. He's arrogant. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why is he? We live in a crazy world now. The people are, are writing him, her, her, him. All the, when you fill something in, it's longer than the rest of the sheet. So I think people should respect the codes of the street more because this is from street culture. Yeah. This is for something. This is from something real. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I go to these gems. Also, I go to some of this. And I think you boys with Rashad, you can ask Rashad, ask mm. him what the first thing did. First thing was what I did when I entered. I go in the cipher and I battle him. And afterwards he says, sorry, you surprised me. I was not warmed up. You know what I mean? So that's our culture. We yeah. battle. And I can say whatever I want today. Yeah. And if somebody has a problem, we battle. Right. But I don't think that people, my question to you is, why is everybody afraid? I think there you are. Know, you, know, you, 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 know, oh, sorry, you know what some people also do with me? And these are slick students of mine, but I, I catch them. 
They say, hey, do you know where this guy or girl does on the internet? Oh, hey, because they want me to see because I'm uh, going to fucking say something. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I ask you guys, why, why is everybody afraid? Because yeah. when you lose, you also, you also lose often. Yeah. But why, why is it smart for you to don't say after? Well, first off, I always say. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm, okay. Talk I'm talking to all these. Um, but you know it doesn't help. Doing these lives. But yeah, no, it, it, it's tough because, I mean, here's, here's my experience, right? Because I won Just Debut when I was a kid, and I was doing things that people hadn't seen. And when I watch French popping, my movement is standard movement and nobody knows that it's my movement. <laughs> is is so that I'm, the term like French popping? <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like when I see yeah, but, like the there's way no that French popping. <laughs> the majority of people move in that country, I see some of my you my original movement like being foundational, you know? So it's like to lose against that, it's really frustrating for me i just channel a lot of this energy and the education that i do to show something different and then especially now we're like like you doing politics we're doing this thing and trying to just talk about it more and more but i think people don't talk about it i think first off like you said the codes of the streets people aren't people aren't building relationships with people that actually lived it and have the experience and the knowledge to pass on so they're just following whoever's cool and a lot of these famous dancers aren't the best example of the culture and they're not the best leaders or the best teachers and i think they teach fear a lot and they they show people to just make the example is that you make your style marketable you act like it's the greatest style and you discredit other people <laughs> to brand your shit And I think people buy into that mentality, then they're locked into it and they can't acknowledge it's wrong after they do it for some time. But I, I think there's a bunch of reasons. Yeah, I, I think um, in order not to be afraid, you have to like be sure about what you are. And that's more, that's harder than follow somebody else. So, Not everybody is prepared to show their soul and to um, defund what they are, you know? Like in this game we are doing about are you real popper? Uh, it's like, I don't know, I, I like you were, you were talking about soul and dance, um, which is also difficult to, to describe with words, right? Because it's something you, you can see or you can't see in somebody. But to go against what most people go, it takes courage. And no, not everybody is uh, prepared for that. Uh, do, you, so, do you? Yeah, sorry. Do you, do you also, no, no, I cut you off, sorry. Do you <laughs> also think, you guys, that it is because if you open your mouth, you're gonna lose. They're not gonna book you. Yeah. And it's a fact. That's, There's yeah. no dancer, no popper, no MC. Also in the rap world, it's the same. That's more boycotted than me. That's, that's mm -hmm. not too bright. <laughs> But it is a fact. Mm -hmm. You guys are the first one to give, the give a voice or platform 
to me, but it's not only me, it's building up. Because I, in 2015, I decided I'm not going to say anymore. And then people now are realizing, hey, wait a minute, because everybody is pointing the finger, that guy or that guy. Uh, it Master Fish is the bad guy. Noah's the bad guy. Slick Dog is the bad guy. Him is the bad guy. You is the bad guy. So we, we go away, and now they see. You know? If you, what's even bigger word than this? Love. If you lie to your partner, do you love your partner? No. If you lie to your mother, you don't love your mother, unless you're like really young, you stole some candies from my pocketbook, you know what I mean? But, so, I, I cannot, there is no event, or let's give them compliments, or they are, the, or dancers are the most terrible judges ever in, in any category in the world. Do, they lie. There's one, there's, the dancing is a small cult. It's a small group of people. That's why we are in the sport that you, you see the same judges for 20 years. Like some, that's why I take some of this forever as an example. I don't need to fucking need the prelim to battle any of the judges. I just wait for them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? All right. That's it. So I should now not mention some of this forever. I should not mention John. I should not mention other events. But they can fuck me over. They can fuck people over. It's a disgrace because my uncle, Brett, this, when they had the court case to take off the name Campbell for dancing in his group, he said, hey, no problem. Because for us, 50 years later, he gave this. You know what I mean? He was always honest. He gave his heart. So now you let all these Russians, Asians, look at these Asians at Locking Forever. That's my uncle's work. They're all my uncle's students. They showed how advanced it is. You cannot do that. You know what I mean? Dancers are like, yeah, you just fuck me off and it's okay. And I'm not okay with it. So here is the bad guy because they're going to paint that picture. But if you're real, this is to you, Summer Dance Rev, whoever feels like you are with them. If you, you are the culture because you are organizing it. So keep to the codes of the culture. And when you see me, battle me. Because that is how we, how we solve it. They're not yeah. going to do it. And when you give a jam, or you, and you have no name, you won't see them at your jam paying antennas. Mm. You know what I mean? So the organizers are the real problems for years because all these kids, I look at, and it's, it's, they are a big jam, so I use them. But I can mention 10 jams, but I use them as like a, a, a board. All these kids sitting around there, you know what they're thinking? Oh, well, that's not fair, but this is the culture. Oh, mm. that guy is the, or have to kiss that. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So they know. When I'm at events, people don't even dare to talk to me long. Oh, shit, they think I'm down with no, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's but the, I like it. it that, and I, that's that's sorry, the yeah. same as what's happening with popping, too, I think, is like, people see this standard in the competition format as the culture, even though it's not, it's a tiny piece of it, like an offshoot of it, but it's missing so much authenticity. So they also, I think people don't understand too, when they're watching, they're like, okay, this, this guy's winning this, this is good popping. Like you, there's a process. I think people have to like figure out why is this good? Because I think people yeah. deep down know 
when it's raw and it's like you're 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 a guy i think i can say it like this rashad the people don't know that he did one of the biggest thing but we ignored it because i think it was buddha's jam years ago and for me because i know the real truth it flows through my dna what he did is history he was the first to show in competition world that dancing like really fucking feeling it and mm -hmm. freestyling it because he went up against i believe a tata a really good one I've, i forgot his name and you could not do nothing and that is the proof mm -hmm. that dancing is is if you dance and that's why these people dancing is not for everyone it's yeah. not to be tough but it is a fact so they are all doing a system yeah popping or locking or whacking or house it's a menu card because once you take experimental out of that what the fuck so you take experiment there is no experimental part every dance is experimental yeah. so when you take yeah. that out take everything out who can really dance Mm -hmm. I can tell you, like, like, I love him. He's my, my uncle's favorite papa, Hitmaster Fish. He's judging, I don't agree with, but I love him and I'm always loyal to him. Mm -hmm. But dance with, dance, say to him, no popping. And he can get and down. Now, and now, and then dance. I want to see. You know, the, yeah. So yeah. now, if you yeah. dance and can pop, if I dance and pop, I won't be, and I, let's say Hohen, because he's known. He's very fucking strong when he... So when I would battle him, he would win for the, for the eye. But what I'm doing is more difficult because I'm dancing and popping. Right. So, so dance first and I'll mm -hmm. put the popping in. Because popping while dancing is extremely hard. Yeah. That's why you see I am popping for 30, 40 years. Now I'm growing. Mm. The first 10 years you only you are only like, oh, I'm good, but you, you're nothing. Popping starts after 10 years. You're going to hate it, and you get, you're never going to stop hating it. Can I so, ask you a specific yeah, question? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. So just for people that are maybe like a little bit newer to all of this, like we're talking about dancing, like soul and popping. Like those three terms, how do you explain what that is because i think some people are saying funky i'm funky and it's not so can you break down what you feel like the differences between those three like popping dancing and being soulful or funky like what is that can you kind of like dissect that for people that might not really get it okay mr penguin mr penguin when he does like that that uh -huh. is the, for me, that's an example of the definition of funky. When you say these three words, it can also be one. So if you, you have to then say to me, answer in a way that it's, it's a funk you mean? Dancing funk or is it like popping, the definition of popping? Right. Uh, what do you mean? So yeah, how do you define popping and how do you define funky or dancing for you? Okay, Let, let's start with popping. The definition of popping is a robot. But if you just do a robot, it's only the style of robot mechanics. But now, so when you guys judge a popping battle, who is the most funkiest robot? So it's like a robot, but mm -hmm. that's dancing on funk or the funk. 
So which robot can dance funk the best? And when Future Dance, you can see he's a robot. I broke his dance down the other day, you know? Yeah. You saw that? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I even give that battle a tie because people think like, yeah, yeah, he say Future won't. No, no, that's really a tie. They need to go. But that's what you have in competitions. Yeah. But, and I'm going to say something. You might consider as, as, as you never heard this, and it maybe sound crazy, but when you dance, let's say, okay, you know how we say the white guy, but they all try to hide that. These people from Poland, Russia, from Asia, they try to dance like Afro-Americans, but you're not. So you, you, you might be like when people say, oh, you, you dance a bit more stiff, maybe this and that, but because you are not hiding nothing. Your mm -hmm. facials, when you walk, you, you are that. And that's what we want to see. We mm. Afro-Americans, we like, hey, look at the white, look at it. <laughs> we don't want to see that, 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 that fake. Yeah. Because, and then the second point is very important. I really want to say this to all the lockers and poppers. Stop thinking that being funky is having to do boogaloo or a certain style. But more important, stop trying to dance as Afro-Americans. You are from Argentina, right? Yeah. So, so this is what I would say to my students. If you was new. Check out all the Argentinian dance, your history. Now, that's what I want to see. Yeah. Like my uncle, we sit at events and he tell me, Noah, why is everybody trying to, and he really don't understand it. Why is everybody <laughs> trying to dance like me and my group? <laughs> my, my uncle likes storyboard. My uncle yeah. likes shakalak. He likes yeah. Hitmaster Fish. You know what I mean? Yeah. People think that about your question about funk, they think you have to then dance like Afro like Afro-American. But funk was never, yeah, it was created by Afro-Americans, but we never said, you don't have funk from Iran, you have funk from Argentina. Mm -hmm. So where is this? When my uncle went to Soul Train, yeah, he had his clothes on, locking. What did he bring? Something old or something new? Something new. So these events, what are they doing? They're doing stuff from Soul Train? Where's the new funk? Mm. where's the new working where's the new that's because you need judges <laughs> you need judges to to um, to have a judge in dancing people never maybe never hear this you have to be like so high level to judge that <laughs> people underestimate it you know how they judge now <laughs> they have to pick a certain person like me i was in a competition a couple of weeks ago i battle i battle and then i battle the guy from the organization and I already knew <laughs> it's normal everybody knows it events you know what I mean and I just walk off no problem mm. <laughs> so I think I laugh about it but it it hurts because they don't have love for dancing they just went in it and that's why they met uh, at a person me because there is a silent uh, like a coach you cannot speak mm. and that's why the working the workers I went to Summer Dance Forever to check everything out. Also, where locking is, I'm going to be because I miss my uncle. When I see you lock or you, I see my uncle. But the workers, they dance. Because yeah. I notice when workers are not in the competition, they're going to dance without... Because lo I, 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 I want to learn from you about working, but what I do see is they do a certain, like in locking, like, oh, I have to do this now, it's a working. You know what I mean? But if, when you take that out, they are the ones they can really dance. So... Um, yeah, so popping, the definition, 
It's a robot dancing the funk. And being funky is your roots. I want to see your roots. Mm. If you a white guy, I want to see... Mm. Yeah, that shit. You know what I mean? That's so dope. Yeah, I, that's... Yeah. That's funk. Your own funk. You, yeah. you cannot... Like, like, look at Locking Forever. It's Locking now. I'm not going to say their name anymore, but just Locking Contest. If you look at that, the people are winning that are acting like Soul Train. So it's a cover band. Like Ghetto Funk is a cover band. And I know them in person. I, I live in the same country. It's a cover band. And is, is there a this? It's no this. It's a fact. Mm. Because I want to see new stuff. Go check Storyboard. He's not doing old shit. And he was smart. Like, like my teacher, like Fish, he's even harder. I told him the other day, hey, Fish, the popping scene is dying. You know what he said? Good. I wanted to die. And I understand him. Mm. They didn't respect him either. Mm. Because he, he came, and people have to understand, when he came, nobody said, hey, come here and pay them like the boogalers. He came by himself. Yeah. When he, when he judged just the boo, he, he did it. He went dancing and, 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 and doing it, you know? But still, like I told Future the other day, no, man, you guys smoke green and Ness. And Ness is my bro, but it's like this. We are way too scared. And you know why Future and me, we understand? Because Future will battle. He will battle in the cyber. And, oh, yeah. and I, I, rem- <laughs> I see that like, uh, he's like the B-Boys from the 90s. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So what I, what I want to do is, my wish on my bucket list, Future, I know the universe will bring him to Amsterdam. I'm going to have, have him. I'm going to have Ness. And I'm going to have Fizz judging a popping contest. You know what I mean? Oh. And I think um, I'm going to, like, I am a host. I'm a freestyle MC. And I'm going to bring in a DJ that can scratch. Because that's also the problem with jams. It's like I was at the jam the other day. And this, this host, they are not rappers. They are just, okay, number 91. number And 200 people. And also stop, stop going into other, like, like people who join the hip-hop. They're going to join the, the whacking, but they don't whack. That's no respect for the culture, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's it. But if you talk like this, we are living in a generation. They are like, yeah. we don't want to listen to that shit. We yeah. don't want to do what the fuck we want. We, we don't okay, want. do it. But I'm just saying what I want to say. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And you, and you should be heard. Like, because you have experience and, you know, like, you have something to share. Like, I, I always didn't understand like why people weren't talking to the guys from Oakland or San Francisco, you know, when it comes to like boogaloo and strutting and popping history. And like, we made it a point to try to do that. Like unsung heroes or people that have something to share that have just been quieted or just unrecognized. And I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Like we can really change things together. That's the whole point of why we're doing this is like, I want to hear controversial things that I mean, this isn't controversial to me. This is very obvious that if you take a cultural thing and put it in a contest, it's going to remove a lot of things and it's going to get turned into a business. Of course, this is happening. So it's like it's not controversial. It's just there's definitely truth in it. So we should just acknowledge that and think about how do we move forward knowing some of these things. So I think my last question I have for you is like, you know, you mentioned wanting to do a popping event where you're the MC. Are there other 
And you mentioned people looking into their own roots to find their own funk. Like, are there some other major things that you think would solve some of these issues in the popping dance scene, street dance scene? Yeah, yeah. The idea is, and I hope more people do this, but the crazy thing about my idea is you can only do that if you're honest. If you really love your parents, because your parents told you or somebody that you look up to, hey, don't lie. So if you're grown up and you're lying, you know, dancers, we don't have much money. You pay your tickets, you go there, you practice. In theater, you get money for your uses. In dancing, nuts. I b-boy, I have pain in my neck, my knees. So respect me and judge me fair. Because if I lose, I can train. I know I lost. But now at these jams, my students are helping me. That, hey, please be honest. And they know you can be tough on me. Did I really lost? Because I want to know to grow. Yeah. So first yeah. off, and that's why I'm not afraid to share my, my ideas, is because honesty, like you can't come respect. Honesty is needed. So you cannot steal my new ideas. And what we need is organize something where everybody gets a chance. So now, because mm. that's why I want to shout out uh, Arif, Big Pop from Germany, and Rodi, Darkside from Belgium. I call them the, they are like, people are going to find out. You need honesty so that somebody can come and bear the future or Ness and hungry poppers because they are being downed. Like mm -hmm. in Popping Forever, there was like 200 uh, poppers or something. I know many of them. I know the non-famous poppers and they're hungry. And what is now is needed to let some of them out of the fucking cage mm. and battle these people like Nelson, Hoan, even Future. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we need. But you won't see that. And that's right. why people are getting bored with stuff. You cannot yeah. have a sport like, like me. I watch, um, I watch fight sports more because there's the respect. You know? And then uh, there you cannot lie if somebody gets knocked out. And then you can just lie. So <laughs> yeah. what I want to do is the, the honesty is actually the solution. Yeah. Only yeah. honesty. Yeah. And that's what my uncles, if, if people really love locking, really love, love my uncle, his dance, then honor it and be honest. Just be honest. Even if it's your student, your best friend, because me and Sivan, another legend from Germany, he's the teacher of Ben Wigget and many others, but his name never gets mentioned. So I mentioned it for him. But mm -hmm. I had a discussion with him. If somebody you know has no money, but they lost the battle, would you still pick them? And you know this guy won't have food. <laughs> Go home hungry. But I still said to him, I would still let him lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's it. So people, and if I offended somebody, or people think I'm too rough, or maybe arrogant, because when you're a real freestyle, like a real one, you, you will just say what's natural. Mm. And I know my teacher is Don Campbell Campbell, and he's every dancer, and people that know him will, will verify this. He's real. He will sit at certain places at events. He say, hey, Noah, I'm going to sit here because people are, maybe want to ask me questions. He, he's not going to the, to the hotel. Mm. And what I want to ask you also, Feature, or tell you guys, when you're at events, why do these poppers from nowadays, they walk with, the, like Slim Boogie did the same shit. They don't cipher with people. They just go to... They just go to the backstage. Who are you? Mm. You cannot dance with us. Why do papas do this shit? You know, and why do you, you, you promote people with, with the format of Boogaloo? Why right. not popping? 
So I am now proving, like like William Randolph, Granny Robotroid, these are my teachers, my inspiration. Yes. And now, I never told nobody, but Oakland Boogaloo, I studied for years, and I mixed it with, with what my uncle taught me. Mm. And now I'm going to prove that Oakland Boogaloo, if you do your way, is sick and is different. Yeah. Mm. So I love you guys, and what I, yeah. what I say, if anyone has a problem, never violence, no fight, but let's battle. You know, I, I have to, like you know, future. if you say something, you have to battle. Yeah. No violence, never. Never touching, you know? Yeah. But if you want, then you can never come to this country. And that's a fact. Because, yeah, you cannot touch people, you know what I mean? Yeah. No sugar popping. Just. Pop. Yeah. Just popping. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you for sharing all of that. Um, it's great stuff. Definitely also want to give a shout out to your hat game because <laughs> oh. it's old. Always when you, on. When you, when you come, I'm going to give you one hat, man. Maybe oh. a suit. <laughs> but, oh, shit. Uh, you guys know this, but this also goes for all real dancers because I'm known for that like in the 90s. When you come to Holland, really hit me up. We share food. I have a place for you guys. You know, that's culture. That's how we did it in the 90s. I had whole B-Boy crews with me. And we chill. And uh, what I want to say, uh, thanks for this platform. And I'm going to do, like with Puppetics, what I'm going to do in the future is I'm going to be more random. I'm going to be live. Um, whoever, you, Rashad, Castro, uh, everyone in my list, Fish, I'm just going to bug people, like ringing the door, and we're going to talk and go live, you know? And if you need me to talk with me, let's go. Awesome, Thank man. you so much. Yes. Yeah. Pretty. And I just want to add, I'm so glad you were talking about dance and soul. Um, true. Yes. Because so so you guys are the future. First dance. First dance, please. You know, let the dance, let the dance win. Because like, like uh, you know, when somebody can dance really good, when you get jealous. Like when I saw the shot the first time, I hate him. When I see T-Box, I, I look at this clip now from today, I, I'm jealous, you know? That's mm. how you know they're good. Like, me and Rashad, we are people like, we will never, you know, we will in the cipher, but it's respect. Yeah. Mm. So when I, when I battle him, Frantic want to go, he, he stopped Frantic. He said, no, we're going to go now. And that's what I like. And one thing to, to end it, because one of my favorite battles is Future vs. Money B. No, yeah. It's funny, when, when, when you battle, even in the battle I watched with you against Green Dick and us, Rashad is always standing there like, if things go left, <laughs> I have to, you know, like, I that, like that, you know. But, uh, yeah, that, that was a, assassin, Assassin's Crew code, you know. You got someone in the back calling plays, having your back, like, supporting each other. You got to be ready for anything. But we were always battling always so we were out here in dc we were seen as bullies for a while because we made it about this all right like let's battle then and we were throwing down and just non-stop so 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 your message to all the poppers in in uh, brussels france uh germany that I, all of them it's like maybe hundreds when you come you promise me you will show them support love me and them everyone and we take care of you, brother. Oh, yeah. Yes? Okay. All right, bro. Because you are, the, forget, don't forget, you're the first papa with a name because everyone knows you. 
that supports the underground scene of popping now. Mm. So we may have to make sure, and maybe in Wrecking is the same, let some of these hungry dancers through the fucking prelims oh, so we can yeah. enjoy. Because back in the day, you see a hungry guy versus Nelson, the other hungry guy versus Horn, the other hungry guy against you. That's how my student Rabani, and people will, some of people will watch us and say, they know his name. That's how he got famous because nobody knew him. He smoked Sala, he smoked all these French B-boys in the first effort to smoke ever, you know? Mm. So. Yeah, man. Yes. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. We'll you too, sister. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who we have to. <laughs> Yo, I know to all the people that are watching this, like, uh, really respect because you are the leaders. That's really respect because, you know, it should be hundreds of people listening to you guys mm. or to me or the next person that's coming, whatever. And you see only 40. But like early 2000s, Rocksteady and the B-Boys from Puerto Rico told me in Miami, they are, look at them walking. But you guys sitting here, you're the leaders. And so the people that are watching are evenly important as us. So I hope you liked it. And um, next year you will see me again at Summer Dance Forever. I'm going to have many battles there because of my words, but it's the truth. You know, yeah. stop lying. Yeah, man. So I'm out. Much All right. Out. Yeah. Now, hopefully, we, let's get down when I get out there and I'll, I'll follow up with catching up with you in person for sure. You're going to get many battles, bro. I'm going <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> no, but they love you. Trust me. They love you guys. Yes. Sure. Appreciate it, man. Thank yeah, you for yeah. on with us. And everybody, check out Noah G's. IG, yeah. politics, everything he's got going on, support and give him a follow and hit him up. Say what's up. Yes, guys. All right, then. Who has to press? <laughs> uh, I don't know how to do. I don't know how to remove. Uh, so uh, I can I can add this like. Um, do you I, guys because you smart, smart dancers. Do you feel how I talk? Even when I mention an event or I mention Rashad, do you see that I, I just say different sides? Yeah. So I'm, not, I'm giving props, but I'm also saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. So and that, that's what I'm trying to be an example of. It's okay to do that. More yeah. people should do that. And working, in house, in locking. Speak yeah. your mind. We're not going to fight. Yeah. And in the worst case scenario, we're going to dance. Right. No problem. Yeah. Open your mouth and stop being scared of not being picked because you're not going to be picked for years. Oh, yeah. You see certain people that win these events, they was at the same events for 10 years and they still, so stop being afraid. What are you going to win? 50 euro? Come on. Yeah. Winning for not being you anyway? World. And, next, and next time I'm curious about the working world. If there is, and they are my uncle friends. Tyrone's my, my I, I, I'm not up to date with wrecking, so fogging of it. Uh, but I know Tyrone is a friend of my uncle, you know? They love each other. And uh, Shakalak, too. And I hope people really catch that name, Shakalak. Mm. And for you, future, he started miming. So it would be interesting if I uh, you know, can help you guys up. Oh, he's, yeah. the teacher, he's the teacher of Firelock. Mm. So. Yeah, maybe if he wants to, we can do uh, an interview with him because we have. Uh, a series where we document stories and do that thing. So yeah, just don't just don't show him mine because he's gonna get mad. He's like a professor, you know, strict. I'm gonna hook you guys up. 
All right, man. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess we're closing this thing out, Zai. Uh-huh. Oh, there it is. Okay. So great. It was so great. I, I, I love when we have guests. Yeah. And Always nice to hear his yeah. perspective on things. And uh, there's a lot, of, a lot that I resonated with that I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, so especially, especially, especially about looking at the dance from a dance first perspective and a yeah. soul first perspective. Like I totally resonate with that 110%. And I feel that within me. And I love the people that do that because I really get to see them. Yeah, totally. But, you know, I was uh, at the same time um, you were talking. I was thinking how, like those, we talk about the class scene that also goes to the battle scene. Like, yeah. like all this, like, like almost everything, like all this thing about the spotlight itself and yep. not contributing to the culture, yep. uh, wanting anyone be as good as you mm -hmm. um make it I, all about you yeah make it all about you make a product um uh, like so many things were like yeah the same yeah. uh so so many things to talk yeah, <laughs> but yeah. the, the thing i i liked the most was i find the i don't know in this game we are we are doing about are you a real popper or a real whatever? Yeah. Uh, I feel real is very related or close to the things Noah we're talking today, like dancing, yeah. truth, love, yeah. being yourself, taking your roots, like, which is funny because those are the real things to me. Yeah. And maybe those are are not the real things in a in a bottle or pooping bottle, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It was it, it, it was interesting to me. It connected with a lot of things. Yeah, 100%. And that's uh that's why we're on here. <laughs> what? That's why we're on here, right? We are... Oh, no. I, I know. That, I... That's Oh, sorry. I said that's why we're on here, right? Trying to figure out, yeah. are you a real popper? Getting closer to what is this word we keep using and how do we find some, some truths around it and some important elements. But yeah. when you can really feel someone in a genuine way, you know, that to me, that's real. Yeah. So exactly. I, I think we should save our five things for um top five funny things poppers do for our next one what do you think yeah for sure okay yeah sounds like a plan well it's always awesome doing this with you assassin's crew Ooh. represent thank you i'm so happy we can make it even if we're in different parts of the world i know um thank you very much to all the people that it's in here and all the people that also watch the lives later. I know 
there are many people that, that watch them uh, later. So thank you for paying attention and being there. I mean, interesting and sure. Um, there were so many people from different places and so many people from Argentina. Um, so yeah, I'm very happy to be part of this. So thank you. Yes. Well, we're just getting started. So like she said, thank you, everybody. And uh, check out, we're going to start putting the audio from these on the Spotify, you know, on the Fungi Focus podcast. And um, we'll be back soon with episode four. So <laughs> we're, uh, we're out of here, I guess. Yeah. That was All right. All right. Bye, Zai. Have a good rest of your Bye. night. Talk soon. Peace, y'all.